here with another episode of Conversations and Connections, the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, and we're continuing our discussion on human trafficking. Again, January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and I've uh, asked Maria Villarreal, our human trafficking specialist, to come back and be on the podcast because it's something really interesting I was wanting to talk to Maria about, and actually... Uh, I can't take all the credit because, uh, Maria, you're the one that suggested we actually talk about this. So I'm going to give credit where uh, where credit is due. First of all, thank you for um, making yet another appearance. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm smiling, tell, I guess, if y'all can see uh, me. Uh, uh, yes, she is smiling, and, and Maria still holds the record of uh, the most uh, times she's been on the podcast. Um uh, just because she's she's so good at what she does. Oh, well, you're too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but we do want I do want to talk about this uh, again, human trafficking, and there's a project that's going on now with uh, hotels and motels, and I want you to talk more about this if this is across the state or or how this works, but. Um, uh, just kind of briefly, just an outline, and we'll get into more details uh, as, as we uh, go in the podcast, but kind of tell me a little bit about what this uh, project is involving hotels and motels. So um, it's kind of long, just FYI. Um, so House Bill 390 passed um, and basically requires for hotels and motels to get training on human trafficking for at least 20 minutes. Okay. Um also, one of the requirements is that they have to have a sign um, office of attorney provided by the Office of Attorney General where um, on that sign it has like the different red flags, different signs of human trafficking um, and for the employees to report to a certain number. So they had to have that either in their break room or in the hallway where you know employees were walking by so that way they could read it and know. Um, so this actually, and I have to give credit where credit's due as well, um, Unbound Now from out in Houston actually inspired us to, to do the outreach event that we had not too long ago. Um, it was me and our sexual assault services coordinator that went out there to volunteer to help them pass out these, these posters of the, from the Office of Attorney General and to make them aware like, hey... Just a little FYI, House Bill 390 passed. Um, there's a requirement for hotels to get this training and everything. And so we did it through them, and we didn't we didn't see any negative experiences, nothing like that. It was safe. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was from our experience, from our group's experience, it was very reciprocated, reciprocated very well. Um, so we, we all divide them into groups up and everything. So I have to give them credit yeah. because they're the ones that inspired us. Now you said, uh, I, I want to go back just uh, for a little bit. Cause you said that, um, the hotels are required to be trained for 20 minutes. Is that every employee? Like yes. if they hire a new employee, they have to go through this 20 minute yeah, training at least 20 minutes. And, and what is have... that? What, what does that consist of or how do they, how do they get trained? Well, there's, I, I went to that website and there's different kinds of trainings and they're not all just 20 minutes. Some are just 20 minutes. Some meet the, the, the requirements, but some are like an hour long. It, I guess it's just, it's, I, I guess going to depend on the hotel manager. So it's what, watching a video. Yeah. It's watching okay. a video okay. and it talks about what is human trafficking, the red flags and everything and how to make a report, who to make a report to. Okay. So yeah, um, we we did the outreach here, 
So that's what inspired us to, okay. to do that. All right. So why focus or, or target or concentrate on the motels? Uh, why is that important? Why are we wanting to address this at motels? Because hotels or, or motels, they can kind of be seen as facilitators um, of this crime, whether they're aware of it or not. Um, because traffickers do use hotels and motels for buyers to meet with victims and, you know, sexually assault them. So it's like they they can be seen as facilitators. So it was was to make them, the House Bill 390 was to make them aware, was to make hotels become aware of human trafficking. Like, hey, if you see these red flags, please make a report. Okay. All right. So what does the approach, what does this campaign look like? I know, and you may have already kind of touched on this, we talked about the training, but um, did y'all just go out and hit the pavement and start talking to motels, or how did how did this work? Well, for us at the agency, uh, we, uh, me and some of the directors and the volunteers, we all had lunch first. Um, so we treat our volunteers to lunch. <laughs> um, and then after that, um, I, I did some training with them. I told them, hey, this is what is going to happen. House Bill 390 just passed. And I told them basically this is what you're going to talk to, this is what you're going to say to the either the hotel managers or the staff, um, that, hey, just very kindly letting you know this passed. This is a requirement and everything. Um, so I kind of gave them a script. And obviously, I told him, if you don't feel safe, if you see something's going on, don't go there. Don't go inside. Uh-huh. Um, and I also, you know, we also asked them to document what was said, what they observed and everything. So we all divided up into groups of three, preferably four. And so two of us would go inside the, the hotel or motel and make them aware, hey, this house bill 390 just passed. Um, we also provided them with the posters from the Office of Attorney General to like make it easier for them, you know, that way they don't have to print anything out. And they do have to be that specific size. So it's not just like the regular paper size that we all use. It has Eight by to, 10 or whatever. It's got to yeah. be poster size. I yes, guess, right? it has to be poster size. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and we came back. We um, debriefed and everything. We talked about what, what we experienced. So, yeah. Were, did you find when you went to the went to the motels and say, hey, you know, House Bill 390 passed, were they aware of that? Did they know what you were talking about? Most of them did. Okay. The, the okay. majority of them Good. did know about Good. it. Okay. And, you know, I, I don't want to name names or anything. No, no, of course not. Um, but some of them actually already told some of the groups, like, yeah, we already knew about this. We already trained on this. We're on nice. top of it. Okay. So it was it was received very well. Um, there were a few where, you know, they were just like, well, oh, well, we didn't know. And, you know, they, they said they were going to look it up and everything. So um, the, the volunteers, we, we all did our part to at least make them know about it, make them aware. Is this going on? Is this a statewide campaign? Yes. Or, okay. Yes, this is statewide. So every hotel and motel in Texas right. has to be, has to go through this training. Sure. Um, and I guess also you said it was a group is Unbound Now mm-hmm. that kind of starts. So I guess are they taking this message, I'm sure, 
through all parts of Texas. There may be other agencies as well that may be doing the same thing that we were doing, or I, I don't even know if you know. I not. don't know about other agencies. I know that they are certified by the Office of Attorney General. Um, so if you look at their uh, at their website, they actually they, they actually have a training that meets okay. the requirements for hotels to look at. And hotel managers have to report, like, okay, this employee has already watched this video and everything. So there's a process to sure. it. Sure. Um, so I know that Unbound is actually certified to have that training. Okay. All right. Um, so you, you kind of talked a little bit about this, but how was this received? Were, did you get any pushback from any hotels or, or motels? Uh, or were all of them receptive to y'all coming in and talking to them about this they all um welcomed us in and everything i we, none of us really experienced any pushback some of us had a much more positive encounters like oh yeah we already know about this yeah you know like i said earlier um but i can't say that we really had a, okay. a negative experience okay well that, that's good um Without naming names, <laughs> I, I'm just wondering, do you know, are there some motels in our area that are known to be frequented by traffickers? Or I hate to sound cliche as I start to say a hotbed, but that sounds so <laughs> dramatic and so over the top. But, you know, uh, here in Angelina County or, or Deep East Texas, are there some hotels uh, that are known to be frequented by traffickers? Officially, No. Like, officially, we haven't, there has not been a story out in the news where, like, hey, law enforcement did this, this investigation is what was found. Officially, no. But do we hear about things that we're just like, there's got to be some trafficking going on in these hotels? Yeah, for sure. Um, So, officially, I can't, I can't really say yes to that. Of course. But our suspicions, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Right. Word on the street or or whatever also. So, what we talked about how, you know, this does happen in motels and how it's important for uh, motel employees to be trained on this. Um, maybe without just going into a lot of details, what can motel employees look for? Like what are, what would be, if I was behind the checkout or check-in desk at a, at a motel, what would be a telltale sign or what would I need to look for as far as potential trafficking? Those. Um, so for hotels, hotels specifically, it would be a lot of traffic. Um, so like if people are coming and going to one specific hallway or one specific room, that would be a huge red flag. Um, another one is if they notice that like maybe two rooms are booked, not two rooms that are by each other, but two rooms that have a room in, in between them. If those two rooms are being booked by the same person and then the and the room in the middle is being booked by somebody else, that could be a red flag. And there, and I was like, okay, like how so? Well, then I, that's when I was educated. That's when they were, um, they told me that because traffickers, even the, um, the bottoms, the bottom girls, um, they want to like, um, kind of silence the moaning, maybe the yelling, maybe the cussing and everything. They want to make sure that nobody else can hear what's going on now real quick real quick just we're up to speed tell me again what is a bottom girl 
Um, that is the girl that's in charge of all the other girls in the stable. So a stable okay. is a group of victims okay. that a trafficker right. has. Okay, I got you. So then the bottom girl is like the, the trafficker's right-hand lady. Okay, just want to make sure on our references because you mentioned that, that we understood what that was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's actually a red flag that's very specific to hotels and motels. Yeah. Um, another one is if like maybe a young man or an older man, sorry, an older man is being accompanied by what looks like a minor. And then, you know, maybe there's like, a, like I said, that traffic going to that room and everything. That could be a red flag of human trafficking specifically for hotels and motels. Um, other red flags is like if maybe the, the, there's somebody in there that's dressed, maybe not appropriate for the weather, so to say, um, that could be a red flag as well. Um, maybe if the person has like, like a lot of tattoos and maybe they're like kind of looking sad or maybe they're looking like down and everything, or maybe Mm -hmm. they're not able to speak for themselves. There's somebody else speaking for them. Um, that could be a red flag as well for hotels to, to watch out for. Okay. And, and I guess maybe I I shouldn't be presumptuous and everybody knows what we're talking about. When we're talking about trafficking in motels and we're we're talking, we're talking about sex. We're talking about people coming in, paying for sex in the in these rooms, mm-hmm. um, more often than not, from a minor. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, it can happen to adults as well, but minors are are targeted the most because they can be sold again and again and again and again for a long period of time. And not just only that, and I, and I hate saying this, but you know, it's just it's how they view minors. But they're considered fresh, so there's less likely that they are to have an STI or some yeah. sort of medical need so right. there a trafficker can make a lot of money off of a minor and i think also it's important since we're on this topic we a lot of times we'll hear the word child prostitute and i and like that's your, not right and i like your take on this because <laughs> there's in your definition there's no such thing as a child prostitute yeah talk about that again real quick well not just in my definition but like in the entire nation's definition like there is no such thing as a child prostitute because the TVPA, the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, um, clearly defines that anybody under the age of 18 that is doing some sort of commercial sex act is considered a victim of sex trafficking, no questions asked, doesn't matter. Okay. So there is no such thing as a child prostitute. And I guess when you say the word prostitute, it's almost like this person is willing on their own yeah. to do this type of business, right? And yeah, and that's more not often right. than not, in in trafficking, that's not the that's case. That's not the case at all. And we do get those cases where, like, you know, the victim is like, "Yeah, I wanted to do this. Yeah, like, you know, this is, um, I'm selling my body and everything." But then once we find out that they have a boyfriend that will beat them up if they don't meet a certain yeah. quota, then no, that's no longer right. willing. That's right. being forced into okay. it. All right. All right. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I think this is just such an awesome thing that we're doing. So. Um, basically house bill 390, all, uh, let's say motel and hotel employees need to be trained for at least 20 minutes now mm-hmm. on human trafficking, the signs of it, how to detect it, I guess is the right word or whatever, mm-hmm. and how to report it, who to report it to yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. So what are your plans now? And you know, you made that initial outreach to motels. Are there plans to follow up occasionally to yes. make sure that they're still uh, in compliance with this, if they need anything? 
Yes, we, we are going to be following up with them and just asking them, hey, do you want more copies? Do you need any more copies? Um, do you need any help and right. everything? We, we do plan on following up with them. Um, and the other thing, too, and maybe we can do a podcast about this as well, now that I'm thinking about it, yes. is that we've gone, to, uh, we've gone out to tattoo parlors and we've mentioned to them, hey, we're here. If you see a victim of human trafficking, let us know. Now, is there anything <laughs> right now that affects the, the tattoo places as far as them needing or no. having to be trained or educated on this? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Not, not that I know of. Why is it important for the for the tattoo places to to know about this? Because traffickers will force their victims to get a tattoo, so okay. that way the victim will know that that's that they are the traffickers' property. The kind of being property. Bra- kind of like being branded, yeah, I guess, right? So form of branding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Maria Villarreal. She's our human trafficking specialist here at the Family Crisis Center. We need to. You need to uh, hang on to this record. <laughs> We got to think of other things to talk about because uh, Maria is such a good guest, and, and uh, you speak so well on the topic. She brags that she doesn't need an outline. Whatever, I ha- I I have. I did give it? you an outline today, though, just in case. <laughs> but uh, and, uh, but you are very ver- well versed on, on on what you talk about. So Thanks. again, thank you, Maria. I appreciate it. And again, if you have any questions uh, about this, or if you just feel like you need. Um, our assistance you can give us a call or we have a two a 24 hour a day seven day a week hotline that's 1-800-828-7233 and subscribe to conversations and connections we ask you to subscribe via uh, spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or pretty much any podcast service of your choosing remember be the voice if not for you for someone else